You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 4th, 2017. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Happy to come to you here on a Thursday. Reminder, of course, you can, if you aren't already subscribed, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts. To your podcasting and listening device and follow us on Twitter at LockedOnMagic. You can always follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode, we're going to talk all about the Magic's loss to the Houston Rockets. There isn't a ton to say, and so I will say the obvious things. That the Magic did not hit shots, and I'll talk a little bit more about the Magic not hitting shots, why they might not be hitting shots, and whether this is something that we should be concerned about, it is, uh, and whether it is uh, uh, what we can learn from it, I guess, uh, from from today's game. So we'll talk all about that in today's episode, so stick around for a little bit as we dive into it. Of course, I start every every show like this with a recap of the game itself, and there was not a ton to say about it, to be perfectly honest. The Houston Rockets just kind of took care of business, a 116-98 victory over the Orlando Magic, no James Harden. Chris Paul didn't even play that great. Scored eight points, three for 13 shooting, 13 assists, seven rebounds. Um, you know, solid game for Chris Paul, I guess. Uh, but not a lot to it. Uh, a, a really lethargic Rockets team. Honestly, if there's a disappointment to come out of this game, it is simply that Houston looked very beatable. I know they scored 116 points, but they shoot only 50, they shoot 15 of 34 from beyond the arc. They only took 34 threes uh, and 47.2% from the floor. It was really a slow burn for Houston. They took the lead early on. Orlando's offense just did not work. The Magic went four minutes without a point um, in the first quarter. They were stuck at four points for a very long time. Went five minutes without a field goal. And typically against the Rockets, uh, one of the best, if not the best, offensive team in the entire league. That is usually enough to bury you from the very beginning. But Orlando only found themselves down by 10. And really, they trailed by 10, I would say. For pretty much the entire first half, they kept the they kept the lead within striking distance, and it was just either a matter of time for either Houston to blow this one out and and uh, and begin putting up points or or begin uh, making the three pointers that maybe they were missing uh, and, and blow this game open, or or maybe just maybe it was waiting on the magic to make some shots and and really close the gap. Orlando. Trailed by 14 at the half. Again, it felt like Orlando should have been down by much more. They were shooting less than 40% as they would for most of the game. However, it was Houston taking over the game as you would expect a team of their caliber to do so. Houston opened up as much as a 28-point lead as they led wire to wire. Orlando just frustrated. Frustrated to no end on the offensive end. You could see their their attention to detail slipping on defense. You could see the attention to detail slipping on offense. You could see just everything kind of collapsing as the magic just fell further and further behind. Eventually, the fourth quarter just seemed rote. I think Orlando got it down to 17 or 15 at one point, but by then, I was already done writing. Uh, it, the, the game was essentially over as Orlando struggled mightily to get their shots to fall. They shoot only 38.5% from the floor, 91 field goal attempts for Orlando. Six for 31 from beyond the arc. Free throws kept the minute, 22 of 25 from the foul line. But overall, Orlando just falling to the Houston Rockets, beat by a better team, and left with a lot of questions. And really, the simplest question of them all, how do you make shots? Sometimes the shot's not going to fall. We got the looks that we wanted to get. 
but they didn't fall, so, excuse me, uh, it happens, but, um, just keep shooting, you know, um, as much as I was missing, you know, I had no worries that the next one was going to go through, so I keep shooting. And of course, that's what you want a shooter, especially such an important player, to say uh, after a after any performance, even a performance like the one Aaron Gordon had. He shot 7 for 23, a lot of that coming in garbage time, actually, and finished with 16 points. Um, a rough game for Aaron Gordon, no doubt. A lot of his offense seemed very forced uh, as he was trying to find shots. He said after He said after the game... He didn't feel like he was in a good rhythm early on, especially he felt like he didn't feel like the shots that he did take while good looks were good shots. Um, he didn't feel like they were going to go in. Uh, and then uh, and then he said, you know, he felt like he didn't have the right energy early on. So at least a, a an honest admission there. Um, but generally, I mean, I think you could hear from from the clip from after the game. Generally, and and Frank Vogel even kind of seemed to suggest this as well. Um, he said, it seemed like uh, everyone just kind of was like, the shots didn't go down tonight and it wasn't our night to shoot. And to some extent, they're absolutely right about that. But, I mean, because especially early on, Orlando had a lot of good open looks. They they were able to move the ball. It wasn't, I, I described it as very similar to the game on Monday against Brooklyn, but certainly not the beginning parts of it. The beginning part of the game, Orlando, I thought, played fantastic. They just were not getting shots to go down. They weren't getting the reward for their effort and for their work, uh, and and that happens, of course. It's 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 a make or miss league, as 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 everyone seems to say. But the magic to, uh, you know, they weren't making these shots, but they also were trying to force things a little too much. They were trying to to generate offense kind of on their own. They weren't passing the ball as effectively as. Uh, as maybe they could have, or, or maybe they they normally do when they're playing really really well offensively. Uh, so I think that I think there were some bad habits that they fell into, and of course, missing shots affected the team on defense. That is that is a problem with a lot of teams that aren't that don't have a defensive identity, um, like the Magic want to have. Uh, and so uh, we saw, I think we saw Orlando uh, struggle uh, defensively and and lose some attention to detail and lose some focus and. That was just a little window that Houston needed to to pull this one out and uh, and, and run away with this game and, and make it a laugher for a good chunk of the game. Again, Houston shoots 15 of 34 from beyond the arc. It wasn't like they were bad from the three-point line. It wasn't like they were not hitting shots. Uh, I thought Orlando was laid on a lot of rotations. I thought Houston had their bad, had a bad shooting night, uh, which they, they can have. Um, Houston's defense, though, I thought was very, very good. It wasn't just that the Magic missed shots. I felt like Houston did a good job forcing Orlando to miss shots. Uh, Orlando struggled to deal with their switching on the on the perimeter and their switching defense. Um, everyone seemed to be locked down, and and again, Orlando, I think, got frustrated with the missed shots, and and things only got worse from there. Let's run through the final stats for you today. Uh, the Orlando Magic shoot 38.5% from the floor, 35 for 91 from beyond the arc, 6 for 31, or six, sorry, 35 for 91 from the floor. That would be like Houston Rockets levels to shoot 91 three-pointers. 6 for 31 from beyond the arc, 22 for 25 from the foul line, keeping them kind of in the game, but eventually Houston was able to pull away, like I said, make this one a little bit of a laugher. Uh, they were clearly the better team, and Orlando just did not have it tonight. Aaron Gordon, most of all. 
7 for 23, 2 for 6 from the floor, 16 points, 8 rebounds. Talked a lot about his game already, so I'll skip over that. Evan Fournier struggled again as well, 2 for 11 from the floor, 0 for 5 from beyond the arc, 6 for 6 from the foul line, 5 rebounds, just 10 points for Evan Fournier. Uh, Fogel said after the game that it does look like Fournier is still working on getting his conditioning and his win back um, from the injury. He was out a long time. It's not going to all come back at once. He says maybe another week or two of maybe some abnormal performances like this one. Uh, had a kind of abnormal performance as well. Monday where he shot a similar low percentage, but the bottom line is for this Magic team, when Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon are not scoring and scoring efficiently, they're going to struggle on the offensive end, and that's what I think we saw from them in this game that uh, that the Magic, the Magic's two best offensive options struggled, and therefore the whole offense struggled. Alfred Payton, 14 points, 5 for 9, shooting 4 assists. The Magic only had 16 assists on the game. Uh, seven of them coming from Shelvin Mack, believe it or not. Uh, Shelvin, I thought, played some really good basketball in that second half, particularly uh, in DJ Augustin's place. Um, but essentially, Alfred Payton, I thought, was one of the few guys really fighting. I thought that he that he was really active offensively, trying to get others involved. And just very stagnant play for Orlando. The switching again causing Orlando to be stagnant. They, they did not do a great job um, uh, keeping the ball moving and keeping them moving and, and really making Houston work defensively. Uh, Houston was able to kind of set their defense and Orlando really didn't have to do very much. So, or they didn't have to do very much to defend Orlando. Uh, Peyton, I thought, was trying to drive uh, and get others involved and, and it just it just didn't happen. Um, the others, not everyone else, came with him, and so obviously a rough game for him because Peyton's a kind of guy that, that makes others play better, but everyone's got to kind of raise their level up with him to do that. Uh, Mario Ozonia, uh, only other guy really worth mentioning here. Mario Ozonia, 6 for 14, 14 points, 9 rebounds for him. Uh, actually, I didn't know he had 9 rebounds. Um, really solid game for Mario. Uh, uh, he got things going in the second quarter, had 9 points, um, a, a, a little nine-point spurt that helped keep the magic in the game. Really made it interesting there late, or at least in that part of the game where Orlando was kind of hanging around. You were just like waiting for someone to make a run, whether it was Houston or Orlando. Mario Zoni made the run that put Orlando kind of in that posture where if we, we could, they could just make some shots, they could get over the hump. Um, Zoni did a great job in transition. Uh, generally didn't make a lot of mistakes. Had one kind of fumble where he uh, tried to take someone one-on-one at the end of the first quarter and uh, crossed himself up, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, gave the ball away there. So not a ton of mistakes. Uh, Hizonia did get the start in the second half as Jonathan Simmons missed the second half with back spasms. Um, looked okay with the starting unit. Uh, you know, Definitely something maybe worth exploring if Simmons is going to be out or hampered for some time. But uh, Hizonia, uh, a solid game for Hizonia. All you can ask for him right now is be a contributor, make a positive impact, limit his mistakes. I thought he did that. I thought he moved the ball well. I thought he played within himself. And obviously, I think that's uh, place number one for uh, for Mario Zonia is play within yourself and don't make a ton of mistakes. Um, I thought he did that tonight. So a solid game for Mario Zonia. Um, as more opportunity comes, of course, there's more opportunity to score. And, and I think we saw that in, in this game as well. I'd um, like to see the efficiency come up, but, you know, he's just... He, he he makes good passes. You know, you give him the opportunity, he'll 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 play well. Um, you know, just sometimes gets a little overconfident. Got to rein him back in when that happens. But solid game for Mario tonight. Probably the only guy I would really say played extremely well. Aaron Aflalo, eleven points, five for seven shooting. Good game for him. Obviously, because uh, he's had some trouble scoring. And and Shelvin Mack, like I said, five points, seven assists for Houston. 
42 for 89 from the floor, 47.2%, 15 for 34 from beyond the arc, 17 for 21 from the foul line, 27 points off the bench for Gerald Green. He made 7 of 10 three-pointers, 21 points for Clint Capella. Magic had no answer on the inside for him. Bismack Biombo did his best. Uh, Capella just kind of beasted him all night. Um, Aaron Gordon had to play him at center. That didn't work for that didn't work when Orlando tried it, but hey, give Frank Vogel credit for trying Aaron Gordon at center for the second straight game. Uh, Ryan Anderson, 6 for 12 from the floor, 17 points, one only one, one of four from the three-point line. Trevor Reza, 12 points. Eric Gordon, 17 points as the Houston Rockets defeat the Orlando Magic 116-98 over at the Amway Center. You know, we're almost done with the bowl season. The NFL playoffs are coming up, and I'm sure you're looking for a way to get in on the action. And the best way to get in on the action is with our good friends from MyBookie. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for payouts? Sign up at MyBookie.ag today and get paid fast when you win. MyBookie is your hookup for all your betting needs, and you can even deposit using Bitcoin. That's popular these days. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money betting the bowl games, you got to go to MyBookie.ag. They're the only site I would recommend. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Just check them out yourself. They have odds on every matchup in the bowl season. There's obviously only one left, plus the NFL playoffs. Live betting on on all NFL playoff games. So that that that's exciting. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Use promo code locked on, that's locked on to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And if you're gonna bet, the only place to do it is at mybookie.ag. And I, I wanna kind of Close today's show to, you know, speaking about something obvious, um, but something worth talking about, I suppose. Um, the Magic aren't hitting shots right now. That's 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 the plain fact of the matter. Orlando's offense has sunk the last five games, even with Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon back in a situation where we would say, really, except for, I mean, except for Wednesday's game, perhaps, the Magic have really competed well since Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon came back five games ago. But in those five games, Orlando's only scoring a point per possession. They're the third worst offense in the league over the last five games. Their effective field goal percentage is less than 50%. The Magic's offensive struggles predate, obviously, the players returning. The injuries have had a lot to do with that. And yes, Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier coming back from injury have had a lot to do with perhaps some of the offensive adjustments the Magic have had to make lately too. But the plain fact of the matter is, right now, Orlando is missing shots. And that's a key reason why they're struggling. The most simple act of the game has become a bit of a chore. I thought we had a lot of good positions early on that we didn't make a shot, you know, either at the rim or uh, you know on a three-point line. And... Um, you know, there were some disjointed possessions because of their switching. That's what they do. That's why they're a good defensive team. That's why they're one of the favorites in the West um, because of what they bring offensively. And then, you know, they've improved on the defensive end as well. But, uh, you know, I thought, I thought we got a lot of good looks and we just, you know, we we're just short on a lot of this stuff. That's Magic coach Frank Vogel talking after the loss to the Houston Rockets and, and saying what I think a lot of us can agree. Early on, the Magic got some really good looks. They, they, they swung the ball over to Jonathan Simmons. I mean, Vogel said, unlike Monday, this was a game where the Magic really did trust the pass and move the ball. But unfortunately, they did not get the results that, that they would like. And, 
you know, I remember Stan Van Gundy when he was here in Orlando would say, this is a make or miss league. I don't care whether a, I mean, obviously he does care because ultimately results matter, but he would say, I don't care if you make or miss the shot. It's that you get the shot, you get the good look, you execute the good look, and you take the shot. There were times in Wednesday's game where Orlando did not look like they wanted to shoot, that that they were, there's there's one play in particular where it felt like Gordon Hazonia and another player hot potatoed the ball to someone in transition and they missed the shot anyway. You got to have the confidence to shoot. But let's be real. As much as it is about getting good shots and getting good looks, it's also about making those looks when you get them. And that's what obviously differentiates good teams from bad teams. Your ability to make or miss shots. Obviously, obviously, Orlando has had some struggles making shots. This is not a team that's full of shooters. We we knew entering the season that there were a lot of, that there weren't a lot of shooters on this team. We knew entering the season that this was a team that was going to struggle to shoot and that creating offense was going to be a challenge. Having said that, of course, Orlando came out of the gates shooting incredibly well. Aaron Gordon had upped his game as a three-point shooter. It looked like the team would be at least a competent offensive team, and until these this rash of injuries, Orlando was a league average defensive team or offensive team. So what has changed? The injuries, of course, a big part of it, but yes. Players have returned to their means a little bit. Jonathan Simmons is really struggling from beyond the arc. The team as a whole is struggling from beyond the arc. And this is a team that shoots about 33 pointers per game. They hit 30, they hit 31 attempts today or Wednesday, made only six. Sometimes the game really is that simple. Sometimes things are this easy to explain. The Magic are struggling right now because they are not hitting shots. Certainly, some of it has to do with not getting good looks and struggling to break these switching defensive schemes that the Magic have seen the last two outings. But some of it is also the Magic are missing the open looks that they do get. The Magic right now, though, are struggling to just do this very basic basketball act. And obviously, when you're playing a game against a team like Houston that demands nearly offensive perfection, when you're playing against a team like that, you can't miss shots the way Orlando is missing shots. And you could see it slowly drain their energy. And it's not just this game. It's uh, several games where the Magic have lost energy because they're not making shots. There's no simple way to say this. There is a simple way to say this, but there's no simple way to solve this. It's make shots, execute, cut hard, screen hard, all that stuff. Orlando's going to have to make some schematic adjustments to the way they're being played right now. And they've got to be efficient, and they've got to continue trusting the pass. It is a continued continued thing 
that Coach Frank Vogel has harped on throughout this whole time is when the offense is not coming easy, we need to keep at it. We need to cut a little harder. We need to find that will to keep the ball moving, to keep players moving, to make the defense work, and then the defense will give give something up. That's been the most difficult thing for the Magic in this stretch. And of course, there's, there again, there is no easy way to solve it. Orlando is simply not going to win games when their two best offensive players shoot a combined 9 for 34. That will not work. And so, we'll see again whether the Magic can get themselves out of this and rediscover some offensive rhythm. Because right now, I mean, they're a bottom five offense and a bottom bottom five defense at this point. I mean, at this point, you know, I'm picking nits. Like, this is, this is a bad basketball team. This is a team that's now a game out of last place in the entire NBA. So obviously, the Magic have a lot of work to do. And we'll see if they can do it because obviously there's a it's kind of a good team coming to town on Saturday. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can of course find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast there. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing and let everyone know how we're doing. And even if you don't think we're doing great, give us five stars so other people can find us. I do tend to skim the comments occasionally to take take your advice and see see if I can make myself better um, if I can. But let everyone know how great the show is. I know that the guys on the Orlando Magic subreddit like to discuss the show. I see you guys. Keep thanks thanks for sharing the love uh, and and uh, and listening to the show. Uh, I jump in there occasionally, but uh, I I want you guys to have your organic conversation. So I, I try not to impress myself too much. But thank you guys for listening to the show. So quick shout out to the subredditors on the Magic subreddit there. Um, if you're not already, please follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com, as well as follow us on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Once again, the final score from the Amway Center, the Orlando Magic fall to the Houston Rockets, 116 to 98. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.